Welcome to the Overcomers Unite podcast, where we believe that struggling well and overcoming are essential ingredients in your leadership journey. We share leaders' stories of overcoming to encourage and inspire you to keep pressing on. I'm your host, Grace Esther. I'm excited to share with you a conversation that I had with one of my dear friends. She's an entrepreneur, a physical therapist, a nutrition coach, and in graduate school at Talbot to become a spiritual director. Without further ado, I want all of you to meet my good friend, Kimmy. Welcome to Overcomers Unite. Today we have one of my good friends, Kimmy, with us. And I'm really excited for you all to hear from her because she's really passionate about not only nutrition and fitness, but helping women to live fully alive. And that's something I'm really passionate about too. And she's gone through so many different things and is really great at articulating uh, what she's been through and also encouraging others and really helping them to get into a better place. So yeah, I'm super excited for you all to meet her. So welcome, Kimmy. So happy to have you on. Yay. Hi, Grace. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored that you asked me and I just love you. And I love what you're doing with this podcast. It's something that this world really needs something encouraging, especially during this time of like COVID and, and, you know, things aren't really the best right now. So thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm, I, I had this memory of when we were living together and we went to a coffee shop to plan out our businesses or business. Cause we were going to do a business together. Do you remember that? Yeah. So how could I forget? I, was like, I totally remember that. I saw, uh, so after we scheduled this interview, um, on my phone in the memories, you know, how photos pop up one mm-hmm, of yeah. like we, the photo that we took that day, it popped up and I was like, Oh, that's so sweet that that like <laughs> popped up. So oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And look at us now. We both have our own businesses and we're totally aligned. And literally, um, all your listeners are going to see how we are very parallel in our <laughs> lives. <laughs> it's really wild and it's cool. Yeah. I just feel really grateful for you and for the work that you're doing. And also, yeah, just who you are. And um, I'm excited for everyone to get to hear your story and get to know you. So could you just share a little bit about uh, who you are, your background and what you're currently doing? Yeah. So um, my full name is Cindy Kimmy Tan. I I go by Kimmy though, my middle name, because I like it better. Um, But I'm a physical therapist. I've I've been a physical therapist the past six to seven years. And um, I love it. I love all things movement. All of my friends from when I was like, I don't know, in elementary school and on, they can vouch and tell you that I've always loved movement, exercise, and, and surprisingly nutrition. Um, I'm also a adjunct faculty at Azusa Pacific University in Southern California. So I teach the doctor physical therapy students. Um, I'm also currently um, a student working on my master's of spiritual formation and soul care uh, at Biola. So Grace, that's where you went. Yeah. And, yeah. Go Biola. Nice. <laughs> and um, funny thing, uh, APU and Biola, they're like rivals. So 
I teach at EPU and I'm studying at Biola. And lastly, right now, kind of as a way of combining my love for health of the body, mind and soul, I created my own wellness business. And that's vertical movement wellness. And that's where I do one on one nutrition coaching and movement coaching. So good. I love it. I, uh, as you're talking like, man, it is so crazy how similar, uh, our lives, like an interest and kind of like what God has called us into are, uh, and yeah, it's just so cool. I love that. So in your life, you've been through a lot, you've done a lot of different things. Um, obviously, uh, becoming a physical therapist, uh, going on and getting your master's in spiritual formation, creating your own business. There's been a lot of opportunities to, uh, fail or fall down or to kind of get into a place where you feel disoriented. Um, what would you say is a time that you really felt like disoriented, uh, but it was also a very pivotal time in your life? What would that be for you? Yeah. You know, Grace, I was thinking about that before this podcast and thinking about what, what does Grace's podcast viewers want to listen to, you know, well, what is something that everyone can relate to? And what instantly popped up in my mind was when I went through my breakup. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so significant because Grace, you were there for me. We lived together yeah. during that when um, I had a breakup with, with my previous boyfriend, we were together for four years mm-hmm. and planning to get married. And suddenly the relationship ended out of nowhere. And you were actually the first person who I talked to about it. And it wasn't until two days after, but you came home, I was crying and you were there for me, praying over me Mm. and there for me throughout the whole process. But I would definitely say that was one of the most, if not the most disorienting times of my life. Mm. Yeah. 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 Looking back on that. Yeah. And so when that was happening, what do you feel like was happening inside of you and how did you respond? Right. Well, a lot was happening (laughs) in, in me and a lot of it, I didn't understand. Yeah, it was really confusing. And I honestly felt so lost. I just felt so lost. And I felt lost because after processing through the breakup for a long time, I realized that it wasn't so hard, actually, the relationship that ended. But what made it really hard is that I lost everything in my life at that time. I, I lost a family that was like family to me. So my ex's family was, I looked at them as my family and I loved them as if they were my blood. I lost friends. I lost my friend circle. Um, I lost mentors that I had to, to break that relationship because of the connection that we had with my ex. So I lost mentors. And I I lost my future. I had this vision 
of being a pastor's wife. So I was actually really married to that, Mm. that lifestyle and that almost, I don't know, I guess it was a dream at that time where I was really excited to be a pastor's wife and to love on the congregation and the church. Yeah. So I was just honestly so disoriented because every aspect of my life felt like it was ripped away from me in one moment. And I had to figure out what to do. Yeah. I had to figure out what to do. So how I responded and thanks to you and the other girls we lived in in our house, we called it the cottage, by the way. Yeah, the cottage. We were the cottage ladies. (laughs) But everyone in that house, they processed with me during this time. So I think my major response was I fell on my knees and, and surrendered to God even more in a way where I guess I was so desperate and so lost and in so much pain that I was forced to pray every moment of my life to even function, like to even take the next step, to even like wake up and go to work. And at that time I was working full time as a physical therapist. So even getting myself to put myself aside so I could focus on the person in front of me, I had to pray. I remember praying before every single patient because if I didn't, I I couldn't do it. I was just so broken and so lost. Yeah, that was a dark time. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting how in those times when we hit rock bottom, I really believe there's a formation that happens that kind of can root us in the rest of our lives um, as we go through it with receiving grace from the Holy Spirit. I really believe our faith is strengthened and that we step into deeper dependence on God as we receive the grace. So what in that kind of breakdown, disorientation that was just horrific where everything was kind of stripped away from you, what were you able to be reoriented into and what was the kind of something new that happened and what kind of breakthroughs were you able to experience? Yeah. Wow. Gosh, I'm just like going back in time right now thinking about all this stuff. And it's so good because even though that time was really hard and dark, it was also one of the most pivotal and amazing times of my life. Mm. Yeah. And I say that because during that time, I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about life and I learned a lot about who God is. Wow. So I got a lot of clarity during that time. And it, it almost seems, you know, opposite. Like when you're confused and in what seems like a dark cloud, that at the same time, you get so much clarity at the end of it. Kind of like at the end of a storm, usually the air is like the cleanest. Right, right. 
I really felt like at the end of going through all that processing, I was breathing the cleanest air I've ever breathed in my life. And I guess one of the, the things that came out of it, it was like about a year process of me doing a lot of hard work. Uh, and when I say hard work, I'm saying like hard work of healing. Yeah. And um, one of the, the things that I did is I started therapy to like learn more about myself yeah. and to learn more, you know, to be honest, to learn more about the things I need to work on yeah. and what, what was dysfunctional about the way I live my life. And also to help me to heal. And, and that was just such a beautiful experience of being able to process and realize things that I needed to work on and then working on it and then growing. And then another thing that I did is I started spiritual direction. So for those of you who don't know, spiritual direction is where you meet with a spiritual director and their role is to help you find clarity of where is God in your life and how are you cooperating with him? So you meet like once a month with them and, and they help you process your life with God. So that was just amazing because at that time, I feel like, or before the breakup, my relationship with God was very routine mm -hmm. and I felt like the depth wasn't very deep in the sense of he was nothing more to me than my Lord. He was more of an authority figure. Hmm. But I feel like during this time, God became my best friend. Wow. And yeah, it's, we got to know each other to such a raw place hmm. that I really could say at that time, I really felt like God was my best friend at that time, just because of how much we talked and how we talked about everything. Um, so, yeah, so that was just a really cool, cool breakthrough, I have to say. Yeah. It's like kind of finding my long lost best friend that I never knew I had that has always been there. That's so good. I. It's really interesting because I think that is something that a lot of people long for is mm -hmm. a best friend and especially like being able to have a connection with God. I have someone who was asking me recently, uh, like grace, I, I want to hear from God. Like you do. I want to like have that connection with God. And she was feeling like unsure about how that, uh, can happen. And it's really cool. I think, cause as we hear in your story, you went through this really hard time and it was like, as you're sharing, you, you built a relationship, like you were saying, you were praying all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. So what would you say to someone like my friend who's desiring to have that kind of close relationship with God? Um, what kind of advice would you give them or what would you tell them uh, in regards to trying to build a best friend type of relationship with Jesus? Yeah. I guess the first thing I would say is be patient because friendships take a long time yeah. and that's okay. Real friendships take years really, or even more. Some of my best friends I've known since I was in high school. So that's 
oh gosh, what is that? How old am I? Uh, it's like um, 18 years or something like that. So it's it's been a long time. So I would say having grace of not feeling like you're failing if God doesn't feel like a best friend, you know? I would also say it's important to be really honest with who you are and being really honest in your conversations with him because the root and the base of any true and honest friendship or any best friend, best friendship, that's a weird term, best friendship (laughs) is uh, honesty. When both friends are so honest with each other that they can just be themselves completely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I would say. That's so, I would tell your friend. Yeah. Not so good because you can't build uh, trust without honesty and being able to be in that place of um, being open to uh, receive, like receive love. Uh, I think that's so, so important. So as you were, processing your emotions with your spiritual director, as you were processing your emotions with your therapist, uh, in those times, how did you care for your mental, emotional, and spiritual health? Did you have boundaries, uh, in regards to people you were around or like, what kind of things did you do to really allow for you to be intentional about allowing yourself to heal? Yeah. I think during this time, oddly enough, I learned about myself that during times of pain, I get really organized and routine. I know that doesn't really make sense for some people because I know some people respond uh, in pain more of feeling like disorganized and their life feels like a mess and they can't get up and do anything. But I felt like I became more organized and routine because I had to. It was the only thing that I could do to survive because if I didn't build a routine, I literally felt like I wouldn't move anywhere. I I would stay in a corner. I would stay under my bed. I would stay in bed, crawled under my sheets because that's how I felt. So I became more routine. And one of the routines that I Bill, and I know this sounds kind of like cliche, but I actually read my Bible very consistently in the morning Mm. and I prayed every morning and night. And when I say pray, I I didn't just, you know, say a few things and prayed for a few people in my life, but I'm saying I would rephrase it as I sat with God and I had a really good conversation with him every morning and night, Mm. just about life and about my day I had really deep conversations with him I yeah and like I just felt like during that time I've honestly my whole life at that point and at that point I was been a Christian maybe for eight years I have never experienced that experience with God before and and with reading scripture like I felt like reading scripture is like he was speaking to me Hmm. and Trust me, I've never felt that way before. I kind of always felt like reading the Bible was a drag. Praying was a little bit more of a drag. And I didn't really hear him too well. But during this time, building that routine, spending that morning and evening with him, it 
built a rhythm in my heart where I literally fell more and more in a deep relationship with him just because I was consistent with that. So yeah, that's like one of the things that I did. And and like I mentioned before, I, I sought help. I started spiritual direction. I started therapy. I, I cared for my physical health. I went on walks, long walks after work, more to kind of get my, to clear my head. But I went on long walks after work just so I can get my body moving. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not just, you know, sitting there moping around. I, I spent a lot of time with family and friends to make sure I didn't isolate myself. Yeah. I also, you know, we did this together. I, I worked on myself. So other than spiritual direction and therapy, I signed up for a healthy relationships class at my church. Kind of just, we were, you and me, Grace, we were out of place because this class is actually meant for people who <laughs> had a divorce. Um, but single women were, well, like single people were welcome just to learn yeah. how to have healthy relationships. So they welcomed uh, you, me, and our other roommate, Caitlin. I can't believe <laughs> <did> that. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were so out of place. And yeah, so even though we were so out of place, <laughs> I also think people thought it was really cool that we were there learning how to have healthy relationships. Yeah. And to be honest, that class was amazing, right? Weren't yeah. you like, wasn't yeah. your mind blown from the what we were option. Yeah, no, it was very, uh, I feel like that whole season we all lived together. I learned a lot about emotional, relational boundary health. Like, I feel like yeah. we all were doing that together, which looking right. back was very <laughs> good. I think for all of us. Yeah. It was like, we were all like married or something and like <laughs> working on our relationship. But the cool thing is, you know, this class it go flash forward a few years. I met the love of my life. I got married and then COVID happened. So then this class who, or which was actually in Fullerton, it went online. So I did this class with my husband during COVID. Yeah. So I, we did it the whole 12 weeks through, I did it 12 or 10, I forget, but we did it all the way through. And I just thought it was so redeeming Hmm. just kind of like being like, wow, like I actually really learned from this class and I put it in action. And now my husband and I are using it together. So it was just really cool how you can take a bad situation yeah, and turn it into something else and grow from it. Yeah. That's so good. And I think having the wisdom to be able to be humble enough to like to go into a space where you're willing to learn I feel like humility is such a big thing which I think when you're in a place of brokenness you're just automatically very humble but I think being able to kind of like stay in that place I think is so important to allow for continued growth in your emotional spiritual mental health so if someone is kind of experiencing a breakdown right now or is really disoriented, uh, what would you say to encourage them uh, and to give them hope that 
they can make it to the other side? Yeah. Oh gosh. The first thing that popped in my mind, do you remember Dawn? Dawn from the third option. So from this cool. class we went to, uh, Dawn and Alex, Yeah, they were married. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're an amazing couple. They run the class that the relationship class yeah. that we went to. And awesome. the one advice they gave me is they said, Kimmy, don't waste your pain. Hmm. Don't waste your pain. And I took that to heart where I took that opportunity of my, literally my life being flipped upside down. Like I literally felt like it was like a pancake getting flipped Mm. and starting on a whole new surface. And I took that as an opportunity to grow. So I would say to someone, if you're going through a really difficult season right now, don't waste your pain and use that pain, use that opportunity and that moment that you're in to grow. Yeah. That's so good. I think it can be so easy when we're in pain or things aren't going the way that we expected or wanted to go into a victim mindset and say, woe is me. This isn't fair. And I think that that's so damaging. And I think like such a better choice is to have a good attitude and to be expectant of what God is doing in that space. And I'm learning that in my own life, like choosing to be expectant of the goodness of God in, in the midst of it. And to like, to ask God in the middle of my pain, like, you know, to, to talk to him and dialogue. And that's one of the reasons why I love the Psalms. Cause I feel like those I love how David, he starts with like complaining, complaining, and then there's this shift and he like turns and sees God. And then his heart is like encouraged and he can like end in worship and, and then he can like leave that place in a place of worship. Mm -hmm. And I just, yeah, I think it's so powerful for us to practice those spiritual disciplines, uh, and allow for ourselves to like be able to be in a place of peace and joy and receive what, yeah, what God has for us. Um, Yeah. That's so good. Totally agree with you. It's not easy. I'm not not saying it's easy and you know, it's not easy, Yeah, but yeah, I agree with you. I'm trying to, you know, be honest and and mourn and grieve, but turn it around and try to see the silver lining. Right. Yeah. The silver lining, which AKA God. <laughs> yeah. I actually had a conversation earlier and I was sharing this kind of exact same thing and talking about for me, I feel like in my past, I would kind of put the silver lining on it before I brought it to God. And so I feel like there's, you know, different types of people, right? Like you have the people who automatically go super negative and then the people who go super positive positive. And I feel like I tend to be the super positive, um, but I feel like what my lesson I'm learning right now is continuing to bring it, like to do it with God, which I feel like is your story. Like as you've been sharing um, throughout the breakup and continuing on, you allowed 
yourself to do life with God, which I feel like is the best place to be. (laughs) So that's so good. So can you share a little bit with us kind of where you're going in life and different ways that people can connect with you and the work you're doing and yeah, if they want to get connected to you. Yeah. So my vision right now in life is to help people see where God is working in their lives. Just because I thought that was such an amazing experience when I, I was going through a dark time to have a spiritual director with me, helping me see what God was doing. So I'm still doing spiritual direction to this day, and it's probably the best thing I've ever done in my life. So that, that's my vision. I want to do that for people. Also, I want to help them see where God is in their lives. So right now, I am getting trained at Biola at Talbot, so the graduate school in Biola, to become a spiritual director myself. But informally, I find that everything that I'm learning through school I'm helping people find what God's doing in their lives at APU. So I, I work with my students and I tried building, building like relationships with them and having deep conversations with them. So doing that, I guess, in my life right now, I'm, I'm trying to implement that vision. And, and also through my wellness company, Vertical Movement Wellness, my goal is to help women heal with their relationship with food so they can enjoy food and life. So I feel like, as you know, Grace, because you yourself, you do nutrition coaching. We did the same nutrition coaching program together. Yeah. So I mean, you would know that there's so much more to our eating habits. There's a lot of soul stuff going on deep in our hearts. There's uh, a lot of things that we need to work on, right? It's, It's more than just habits. It's, there's a, there is depth in there. So I feel like a lot of the times with my coaching calls, we get really deep and we get really honest. So that's kind of like what I'm doing right now and how I'm living out my vision. But if anyone ever wants to connect with me or just wants to follow me, you can find me on Instagram at vertical movement wellness. And my website is pretty easy. It's the same thing, vertical movement wellness.com. Yeah. And I always send people to your YouTube channel. I know you're not doing as much of that, but I, oh, yeah, my YouTube I, channel. <laughs> um, but you have some great videos on there. And literally, uh, if people have neck pain, cause you taught me how to not have neck pain or to yeah, like yeah. My <laughs> neck pain, um, or like knee issues or my sister's having a knee problem. So I, I sent, um, some of your videos, they're very helpful and easy to understand. So I'll link that. Awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) Yeah. um, Side note, not related to really anything, but I just want everyone to know that physical therapists can decongest you if you're congested. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. That's something we did when we lived together. Kimmy, uh, as we close, would you mind praying for our listeners? Of course, I would love to. Let's go ahead and pray. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for all of these listeners. I thank you so much for this space that Grace has created, Lord. And I just pray on behalf of everyone, Lord, that may your healing hands 
be on everyone who's hurting right now. Yeah. Anyone who's in a dark space, anyone who feels lost or confused. Yeah. I pray, Lord, that they will feel your presence with them, like a best friend who's sitting next to them and just sitting there comforting them. Mm, And Lord, uh, we trust that you will help us out of the storm because you always do and without fail. And I just pray for anyone who is out there who's going through a dark time. I pray that their trust will grow in you, Lord. We love you and we thank you for how you're always with us and how you love us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Kimmy. This was so good. It was so fun to have you on. Thank you for having me. I love you. This was great. I love you too. This is so fun. (laughs) Bye. Okay, bye. To get connected with Kimmy, click on the links in the show notes. Finally, I want to invite you to open your hands to receive a blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance toward you and give you peace. Until next time, bye!